You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. And today, we're going to be talking about a, a topic that I know a lot of you out there, especially in the business world, have been considering, especially given 2020, the, the height of COVID and so forth. And, and that's the concept of how do you create your own personal blue ocean strategy? What, what does that look like? And I think throughout 2020, I think so many entrepreneurs and business owners were, were faced with this exact problem because it became quickly obvious that the old methodologies of business were not fit and didn't work for something like a a worldwide pandemic. Um, And I think that speaks a lot to not just the fact that there was a pandemic, but I think it speaks a lot to the fact that we've evolved over the last 40, 50, 60, 70 years in, in realms of business. And there's certain industries in particular that haven't evolved. And there were a lot of these industries that had huge, huge deficits because they weren't positioned to pivot with, with something like COVID. And the conversation continues because there's still a lot of uncertainty out there. What's the world going to look like? What's business going to look like? And I'm super excited to bring a good friend of mine back on the show today, Billy Bray. Uh, Billy's been on the show before. I believe it was last year that he was on. And Billy comes from a world that, well, he's from the insurance world. And in the midst of 2020, at the height of COVID, he pivoted and did something that anybody in the insurance world would tell you you shouldn't do. And that's, he went out and started his own agency anew. He completely jumped ship from the old mechanisms that he was using and started doing something completely different. And the journey he had along the way, we were talking about this before the show, is is one of just pure faith and trust. And, and it's working out really well. And I'm excited to bring him on the show today to talk about what, what does it mean to, to, develop your own blue ocean strategy. So Billy, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you, Justin. It's an honor to be here. I really appreciate you having me back. And uh, yeah, today's topic, I think, I think a lot of people are going to receive it well. I think it'll resonate with most. And maybe some people have been contemplating, but they haven't taken action. And I think maybe we'll be able to help them take some, take some action or at least get some clarity today. Okay. So let's, let's, let's paint the picture here. Insurance industry has always been a, a you know a behemoth of a machine, right? And it's always been difficult for the smaller guys to get started and, and compete with these large organizations. But as we learned from from COVID, those big insurance agencies operate in an old construct, one that has huge amounts of overhead that aren't necessarily cost effective during the height of a pandemic. So what, why is that, is that one of the reasons why you shift? Why, why did you shift? Well, yeah, I think that the, the major thing is I've worked in the, I've worked for big corporate America for almost 15 years. And they, there, there's a book called, um, let's see, I'm, I'm actually reading it right now and I'll refer to it here in a minute. Um, 
They talk about entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship. And it's called Your Next Five Moves by Patrick Bet David. And so I was an entrepreneur working within these big jumbo corporations for my entire career with the entrepreneur mindset, knowing that at some point um, I, I want to do something on my own so I can run my own agency, business, all of that. But it, it was a little bit prohibitive because there's a lot, a lot of operational stuff that goes into it. There's a lot of overhead and money that goes into it. And there was always this kind of like wall, like, well, I'm just going to work in this big corporation and make the commission amount they pay me. Um, and then with COVID, that really, that model for me started to really fizzle and fade away. And so I started trying to redesign this in my head. What would a perfect model look like? And I wrote it down on a piece of paper and I was trying to find a company to go work for that had all of those characteristics. And then I had the, the just smack you in the face moment that said, you're not going to get this unless you build it. And so it was kind of like, I just need to build it on my own. If I want to fully be satisfied at work every day with all of these things that I want or demand or expect. And I challenge the listeners to, to do that as well. Whether you're internally working right now, or if you're looking to go out on your own, make you a hit list. Say, this is exactly what a perfect world best case scenario would look like for me day in and day out at my job. And if you can't find it, then, then maybe you build it on your own. And so to answer your question, I was looking for the perfect job. And I determined that for me to have the perfect job, I've got to build it myself. So that's what we've been doing. Yeah, that, like, that resonates because, I mean, as far as jobs are concerned, you know, Tony and I had some of the coolest jobs in the world. We were, we were government agents. We were training counterintelligence agents. And we just kept, you know, we, it, like you said, the, that wall, right? We, we, we were only going to go up so far in the construct in which we were playing right. and the, the, the next dream job for us that could, the only dream job that could exist for us that, that came next was something to, that we had to build on our own, which is, which is what got us to where we're at today. And I, I think that's, I think that's so true of, of everybody that is looking for a, a way out, looking for something that they can do better or do on their own. Um, I think that's absolutely spot on. And, and this, so my next question to you is going to be one that is, it's one of those that I know, at least for me, I can remember looking back and looking back on it now, reflecting upon my own journey of looking out and, and getting a little discouraged because I wasn't going to be the next, I'll put it in, into insurance terms. You know, I didn't see how I was going to be the next farmer's insurance. I didn't see how I was going to be the next state farm, right? I didn't see how I was going to be able to do that. But when I realized that that necessarily wasn't the aim, that wasn't the goal, and that wasn't the purpose, it shifted for me. So in your experience, what what's that look like? I mean, is, do you see a way of building up to being that big or is, are you, will you always be a niche? And is that okay? Yeah. So I think that's a, that's a beautiful question. So uh, first of all, I'll just, I'll give State Farm some credit. They're a great personal lines insurance company. I started with them. They're my first insurance job. Um, they have a model that works really well. Their agents can be successful. Their customers can be successful. Team members can build their resume and start their career and all that stuff. Um, I think that the the ambition of me is not, so we do commercial insurance strictly. So we don't do personal lines, don't do life insurance, don't do health insurance. Uh, we've got partnerships with folks that do, 
Um, so if you got questions, we can help with that. But my ambition is not to be the biggest as far as like top line revenue, but rather to deliver something to my clients and to the market that's different and better. And we call it upgrading your insurance. So when we talk to people, we say, look, our only goal for you is to upgrade your insurance. So rather than having a storefront on every corner uh, with a big fancy sign on it um, and commercials on TV and all that, I think flying under the radar a little bit more. I was just talking to one of my clients and, you know, the big fish, and, and this could be debated. I'll acknowledge that before I say it. But the big fish, if you're, say you're fishing at night and there's lights around, there's little fish that are in the lights, in that spotlight. But the big guys are lurking right outside of that light. <laughs> and they're probably eating those fish that are in the spotlight. So I use that analogy to correlate the answer of your question. I want to be just outside that spotlight where I can see what's going on and be really in tune with it. But when the time is right, maybe, maybe we'll eat the fish. Maybe we'll go buy a competitor. I don't know. The whole idea is to take the model of my best competitor and all of their value that they deliver to clients and provide my clients in the marketplace more value than what they have. And I would challenge your listeners, think about your own industry. What do you do? Who's the competitor that you cringe when you've got to go up against them? How can you put more value into your clients than what they provide to them? And how can you price it aggressively so you can convert those clients to become yours? That's the million dollar question. Mm, this is... Folks, this is this is good stuff. Stick with us because when we get back from the break, we're going to dive down some of these rabbit holes a little bit further and, and expand out on how you can create your own personal blue ocean strategy and some of the things that you need to be taking a look at in order for you to do such. But before we go on break, Billy, where can people go to listen about you, uh, learn more about you? I'd go to LinkedIn and just type Billy Bray Houston. You'll find me. Uh, you can go to Facebook as well, Billy Bray Houston. I'll register. Um, website is outsourcedrm.com for my company page, but uh, definitely send me a friend request on LinkedIn. That'd be great. Fantastic, folks. Go connect with Billy on LinkedIn. Reach out. He's doing some great things in the world, and he's got a great perspective on, uh, on the insurance industry and business and life in general. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Welcome back to Incorporating the Superpowers. My guest today is Billy Bray, and we're talking about how you can develop a crystal blue ocean strategy for yourself. Uh, in the height of COVID, Billy stepped out of the insurance model that he was in and the construct that he was operating in and created his own agency, he pivoted in such a way that is he's, he's leveraging what already existed, but he's doing it in a way that creates more freedom for himself 
as well as more value for his clients. And this is this is really the the key. Before the break, Billy and Billy was talking about um, how you, whatever industry you're in, need to take a look at what your competitors are doing and how can you do it better and how can you do it one step at a time. And I think that's the key, Billy, is is it's that one step at a time piece that people have to take a look at because it's so easy for us in our minds to go, well, if I just had this or if I just had that, then I would be able to do this or that, right? And, and, and I think it's that kind of mindset that stops people from, from pivoting because they don't think they can because some of those thoughts. Well, one of the things also in consideration of what you just said is it's kind of like when people just get out of school and they say, oh, I don't know what I want to do. Well, it's probably because you don't really know what's available. So you hear all the standard jobs, doctor, lawyer, um, you know, teacher, fireman, police officer, and all of those are great. But how many jobs do you not know about that might be awesome or businesses um, that might be something that's really suited for you? So my advice to people that are just getting out of school, and maybe you're at the end of your career, but still trying to figure this out, it's okay. Take the first step because you might walk into a bank and get a job as a banker and decide six months down the road, man, this, this is not for me. But the bank also has this other department that sounds really cool. I want to be an auditor. I didn't know an auditor existed until I was a teller. But now that I'm a teller, I know that the audit department happens. Then you go work in the audit department. You realize, oh, man, this is cool. But the guys making all the money are the CPAs that are auditing my clients, not the bank audit department. So you need to determine, okay, well, if I want to make uh, a bigger income, then I could go work at a CPA office. Maybe, you know, get your CPA. I don't know. But if you take the first step, it will generally lead you to the second step. And what a lot of people get caught up on is they're trying to see the 10th step before they take that first step. So the point of that is just start. And you don't have to start now to continue to keep going now. You could start now and then add step two in six months. And then six months later, add step three. And maybe it's three years till you start your business. You don't have to do it immediately, but you can lay the mental groundwork to give yourself clarity to end up making that step when you're ready for it. Oh, absolutely. And that's, I think that's, that's the thing, folks, is, is that when you know it's time to pivot, if you're stuck in a construct, doesn't work. You see that our industries are failing and you're, and you're stuck in those industries. It, it's okay to start taking steps outside of the way things used to be done because in order for business to evolve we as individuals have to evolve and we've got to be able to have the courage to just start walking in a different direction especially when you know you can provide more value more more unique relationships more authentic relationships with client bases rather than getting that caught up in, in huge corporate America type settings that, you know, you find yourself on the phone with a robot and no real people involved. And if you can add value in that space and you know you can, then I encourage you to take step on that path and start pivoting for yourself. So I got to ask Billy, how, how much did the, the, the concept of faith come into play for you when you when you took the step out of your current the the the, the big boy industry and, and stepped out into your own, yeah. So faith is basically like knowing without being able to see, right? 
And so there's, you know, my Christianity helped a ton because I just know that I'm going to have somebody watching my back, but then also the self, the self faith of, <laughs> I'm not going to allow myself to fail. And you, you, you really, it's it, so to answer your question, a hundred percent, but you've got to have, you know, your spiritual faith, whatever that is. Uh, you don't have to have it, but it's nice to, it's a bonus for me for sure. I think that having faith in yourself and just knowing if you do something, whether no matter how fast or slow you're going to do it, just tell yourself all the right things. Like having positive self-talk is one of the most important things. And that helps give you that faith. So if you go to bed every night and you say, Justin, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. There's no way anybody or anything's going to stop me. And you have that type of self-talk, it's really going to help you. So if I was telling myself, hey, we're going to build this agency, we're going to beat all of our top competitors, we're going to get the best clients in the marketplace, we're going to grow, and we're going to operate with high profit margins and uh, low overhead, uh, telling myself that repeatedly convinced me that that's what I was going to do, and that's what I ended up doing. So on the flip side of that, if you have self-doubt and negative mental emotions, and you're like, oh man, what if this negative thing happens, or what if that negative thing happens, like the law of attraction will tell you it doesn't understand no's and don'ts and I don't want this and I don't want that. It just hears what you're saying. So you've got to really have the positive mental outlook and yeah, you're going to have self-doubt, but you've got to correct that with your, with your positive. So you, it's kind of like uh, if you drop a, a, a little bit of oil in the water, the only way to get rid of that oil uh, which is going to contaminate the water is to put a whole bunch more water to dilute that oil. It's same thing with positive and negative self-talk. So having the, having the faith in uh, God helped a ton. And then in myself, just knowing, and I didn't know there's a ton of things that could have come out of the blue and prevented me from doing what I was doing. Um, and quite frankly, there still are, but having that <laughs> positive self-talk and direction going forward, just, positive reinforcement to yourself and it doesn't matter if you get it from anybody else, but you got to give it to yourself. Absolutely. And, and, you know, as a leader in, in, in the industry that you're in, how, how important is it to surround yourself with others who, who carry that, that, that positivity along with you? Yeah. I mean, you're, you've got to surround yourself with winners and uh, there's a lot of, you know, you can't be a, you can't be an Eagle hanging out with chickens, all that stuff. Um, it, it, it's super true. I mean, I've got friends that are chickens that are fun to hang out with. I'll be the first to admit that. Um, but they're not who I idolize or look up to, uh, you know, in, in business and they're not people that I follow their, their values, but maybe they make me laugh. And so they're fun to hang out with. But when you're, when it comes to business, you've got to have that. I say you've got to, you maybe don't have to, but it's an absolute bonus feature to have people around you like Justin Reckla that's going to pour positive energy into you and give you some tips and advice. And I mean, it's your, you know, the, your network is your net worth. All these little, uh, uh, you know, sayings or things that you pick up from books or audio books, it, it's all really true. No matter how corny some of them can sound, it's really all about like, if you have people that are support your support system, it could be friends, family, business partners. It could be your clients having a positive support system that reminds you when you get down or when you have a bad day or when something negative happens or throws you off track and those people can pick you up. Maybe you don't have those, 
but you can always go search for them. And then when the right person comes into your life, you can grab onto them. And maybe you're that person for somebody else. I would say that you are that person for somebody else. And you should look out for that person that needs your positive support. And maybe you could go support them because you will absolutely get what you give. So if you're looking for that, you say, Billy, I don't have a big support system. Maybe go be a support system for somebody else. And I bet you'll find your own. That's that's kind of how it works, folks, is that is if you're having trouble getting started, then go help somebody else because that law of reciprocity, right? That law of attraction, it, that's how it works. And if you're having trouble getting going, if you're having trouble pivoting, then take Billy's advice and, and, and start helping other people because in that, you're going to find the energy. You're going to get the reassurances that you need. You're going to find your own self-confidence. Get yourself a mentor if you need to, but start walking those steps. One of my very first, one of the very first books that Tony and I ever wrote in understanding this concept of how do you be different in, in business was uh, Blue Ocean, Red Ocean, right? Written by Chan Kim and, and Renee Maborn. Uh, you haven't read this book and you're wanting to know how to pivot, you're wanting to know how to break out of the industry, do something different. Highly, highly recommend this book. Uh, Billy, Billy, you've read the book, right? I love the book. And I think that the, the big thing, the big takeaway that I had was, and I think Grant Cardone says this a lot, like don't compete, but dominate. Okay, well, that's easy to say, but how do I do it? Reading the book will help, help give you a little bit of clarity on how you do that. Highly recommend it. It's basically, and I don't want to spoil the book, but just the basis of it is how do you not have to compete on price? How do you not have to compete on service? How do you how do you just not have to go toe-to-toe with your biggest competitors all the time? How can you create an environment where what you have is different? And if you're in business or looking to get into business, or if you're an entrepreneur, work, like I worked at Wells Fargo for seven years in this huge company, but I had this little team and this little client base within that is an entrepreneur, but the whole time I'm thinking like, how do I get people to hire me without having to even think about it? And I call it the, the undeniability factor. If they see and hear everything that I have to show them and tell them, how do they just say, well, yeah, duh, why wouldn't I hire you? That's, that, that's where the magic is. Whether you're in sales, whether you have a business, the revenue generating um, magic is figuring that out. And I don't know the answer to that, but for the listeners, for everyone out there, think about that. And if you can put some thought to that and figure out what can I do in front of a prospective client to get them to say, man, I should have hired you a long time ago. Mm. And Russell Brunson will call it a stack, your stack of value added services. He's got a slide. He calls it his, his stack slide. He's the click funnels guy. If you didn't know who he is, and he basically says, if I can put enough value in front of somebody where they have no question in their mind that it's worth the dollar amount, um, then they have to give me money. And that's his quote. That's exactly what he says in his books. And so I would challenge you to do the same thing. Oh, this is this is this is good stuff, folks. This right here, take take some of the stuff that we've been talking about here, implement it into your own life. And, and watch what happens and, and recognize that in the world that we live in today, there, there is no guarantee. There is no certainty. I mean, how many people got laid off from jobs that they were going to be, thought they were going to be in for the next 10, 15 years, right? 
because yeah. of because because the industries that they were in couldn't pivot, right? I mean, it was it was disastrous. And we're seeing this across the board in all industries. And I, I think part of some of the issues that we're seeing in the world right now uh, pertain to the fact that you know the those that aren't wanting to evolve, those that aren't wanting to shift and do things differently, they're they're trying to squeeze. Uh, the life out of whatever they can get their hands on right now as as a means of maintaining control. But the beautiful thing is, is that you don't have to do that. You don't have to be victim to that. You can step out on your own and knowing that the digital age that we live in, pivoting is really, really simple when you have the right tools and you surround yourself with the right network of people. Um, Again, Billy, where can people go find more information about you? I would go to LinkedIn and type in Billy Bray, Houston, Texas, and you will find me. I look forward to connecting with you. Justin, can I add one more thing? Yes. What I was going to also round this out with and kind of close with is whether you want to be or desire to be this person or not, or if you currently are um, or not, it's okay. But I would think about, put yourself in a mentality of what happens if COVID-19 2.0 hits? or something similar. How are you going to be prepared for that? I would say everyone, regardless of trade, should be thinking about and trying to build the mental blueprint on how to become a digital nomad. And what I mean by that is the Instagram pictures of the guy sitting on his laptop overlooking a beautiful ocean. Whether you have that ambition or desire or not, it doesn't matter. I think having the ability to be able to go do that. If you can't, it's kind of like people say, Hey, well, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to retire. Yeah. But you probably want the option to be able to, if you, <laughs> if things hit the fan, right. So I'm going to yeah. work until I die. Yeah. But you probably want to be able to retire when you're 55, if you choose to, right. Okay. So it's the same deal. I don't want to go sit in Santorini, Greece and look over this beautiful ocean, uh, in a villa. Uh, but if that's not what you want to do, then that's fine. But being prepared to do that, if A, you decide you change your mind and you do want to do that, or B, if you're forced to do that because of the world economy or because some weird stuff happens like COVID-19, or we, I live in the world of hurricanes uh, here in the Gulf Coast, maybe it's for a short amount of time. Maybe it's for an extended amount of time. One of somebody that I know said he got stuck uh, for a week at his friend's apartment because he didn't have his laptop and he was unable to work. So he yep. lost a week's worth of revenue because he was unable to work. So I'm like, dude, why don't you have all your apps and stuff that you need on your phone? It's kind of a no brainer. Some of you guys are probably shaking your head out there. I get it. But, <laughs> but you've got to be prepared for the weird stuff that you don't think is going to happen, but eventually it may. So having the structure in your business to be able to go be a digital nomad I think it's ever more important. And I think a lot of people are seeing that with COVID-19 right now. So if you don't have that built or set up, I would encourage you to start laying the foundation, the groundwork on how can you do that? Even as much as you might say, yeah, but that works in your industry, Billy, but it won't work in mine. I would rethink that because I bet you, you can you can make it work. I guarantee you can make it work. It's just, are you willing to take the steps in the direction knowing that your overnight success, your journey to success that overnight aspect may be five years, maybe six years, maybe longer than that. And that's okay. It's it's the journey along the way that will get you there and you will learn what you need to learn 
along the way and recognize that you may not have the answers all up front. You're going to find them along the way, but you're absolutely right, Billy. Having the ability to be that digital nomad and, and work like that is, well, in my opinion, it's it's the definition of true freedom because you're no longer under the thumb of somebody else. I absolutely, absolutely love that. Billy, one more time, where can people go find you? Go to LinkedIn. It's I've been Billy Bray, Houston, Texas. You can do the same on Facebook. I'll be happy to connect. Fantastic, folks. Take some of Billy's advice out there. Go out there, start to pivot, start taking steps in the, in the direction where you can uncover your own personal blue ocean strategy so you can pivot, so you can be prepared for what comes next and you can find the freedom that you are ultimately seeking. Billy, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed it and I'll maybe come back on again. Absolutely. Love to have you back. Until next time, folks, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.